Blog Talk Radio. Glad to bring on a chillin' back here with a peaceful water the flow. For sure, on a chillin', we're ready to go. Right just to this just show in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Between Jacksonville, North Kakalaki, and Jacksonville, Florida. We're so glad that Hona taking the time around the world for join we, for getting over who we be, that we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. This year the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad to be back here upon we show. Gullagichi Rhythm Radio, where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So, honey, chillin'. I've got you. I'll always be there, right there beside you. Reaching every step along the way.
Let me take a moment of solace for we ancestors, Laodicea, peaceful waters in the Galagitian nation. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Thank you, thank you. Glad night in the pits. God rest all our souls of the pits and things like that. Eddie. We're so glad that all the hundred children thought I'm not robbery for join me. One more game this evening. Now, hundred children never yet read the open this year, so like this year. But we don't do this year, because we know hundred children been through plenty, plenty, plenty over the months that we've been off here and things like that. Eddie. Had people out. Outside and thing and attack the journey for on these piece of water from this show. So we even want crack we teeth and thing like that. But then when we're there in person, all of them will come for Gullah family day. All of them will be there for we first Gullah pushing a farming day, field day and thing like that. All them children will be joining me back yonder at the Gullah June thing, all that kind of thing like that. So that wife, one of them, said about, well, where is your be going? And thing like that. We know, say, to all the shopping they call a pandemic, all the hundred children, we need some time for going out journal. Going out journal and really with people and things like that. So they want to say, grab grassland and sign with ancestors and things like that. No, I say, go out there, madame. Now there's a children and madame over our soul. So I'm going to have a steadily while longer. And yay, this shopping, Manisha, peaceful show. But even while we did it, they do the show. Otherwise, I'm cracking people. They do anything that ain't got laugh and things like that. Ain't going to stand tall at all. So, this evening, we'll crack with teeth by some of this show. And how Hunter tell her, and get involved, and get into them like I usually tell Hunter. How he, ha, lit, great, like damn brown, and things like that. But this evening, go out to Sunday, feel the spirit down. Let him up, calm you on to the show with the peaceful water, the flow. So I'm so glad that all the hundred children that joined me are talking about robbery. This is Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, here in the beloved Gullah Geechee and anointed Gullah Geechee Nation. And I'm so glad to be back here on the air. So for all of you who listen from around the world, when you wondered, wait, where did the show go? We wanted to have people have opportunities to be outside, including me, to really enjoy the outdoors and begin to appreciate all the more what the outdoors brings to us, especially at such a time as this, when people are now stunned and amazed by what the UN IPCC report has said, and I'm not stunned nor amazed by any of it because most of you know that I travel around the world normally, so-called under normal conditions when there wasn't a pandemic going on, travel around with many global leaders fighting for people to pay attention and take action. Take action in a way that would better the world, not just for now, but for future generations. And so climate action is critical. And the interesting thing is that for me, I always believe in divine order. And so it is a blessing to see today on our Facebook feed that I had memories pop up from when I spoke at the Global Climate Action Summit. Yesterday, images showed up of me at the Heirloom Expo many years back, 2018. So, and then to listen in to interviews that I did then about what was necessary for us to continue to be able 
to sustain our future and to sustain even our food security. It's kind of eerie almost to listen to a speech you made yourself, an interview you made yourself, and realize that, hey, wait a minute, these are years later, and some people are only listening now. What could have happened had they listened then? What could have happened if they listened a decade before that when people in the science world were saying, hey, wait a minute, there are things that are happening. Hey, wait a minute, changes are happening to the world. Hey, wait a minute, we need to change our behavior. Now we have this word that people banter around sometimes, Anthropocene, that all of this has to do with our actions as human beings. Well, climate action is about us acting as human beings. But in this time, acting correctly, behaving in such a way that we truly tune in deeply to Mother Earth and reconnect spiritually with God, center ourselves, and spiritually connect with all other living beings that are here, including the water, the ocean, including the earth itself, living entities, living beings that birth more, sustain more. That is the only way we will have this for future generations. So nothing has stopped since you haven't heard me on the air over the last couple of months while we were out and about in the field. No work here ended. And if you are following us at GullahGeecheeNation.com, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N, or you're following the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, the sponsors of this broadcast, either on Facebook or at Gullah Geechee.com. .net and Hunter Tillin can still join. We, and especially if you signed up at our website, GullahGeecheeLand.com, to support the efforts here, you know the work has not stopped. It, in fact, has been nonstop in terms of taking a stand for Gullah Geechee Land and protecting our land and our communities and now focusing, especially while we got people's attention, on resiliency. So... I want to tell you all a few things that are going on right now and how you can begin to get more engaged. Number one, become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can join from anywhere in the world and be a member and or a supporter. You can use GullahGeecheeLand.com or you can go to GullahGeechee.biz and pay membership dues and become a member. It's open to anyone. You do not have to be a native Gullah Geechee to be a part of it. If you go to GullahGeecheeLand.com, it also allows you an opportunity to tell us how you want to engage in the work and what kind of expertise and things and commitments you can bring to the work. You might say, well, look, I'm not going to do work, but I want to contribute financially. You can do that from that site as well, from GullahGeecheeLand.com. And we want to thank everyone who's been contributing consistently via Cash App to dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N, but you have to put a dollar sign in front of that, no spaces or anything. And others who continue to go to GoFundMe to our Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. Now, the blessing has been 
that the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund has recently been able to provide for another set of folks who was about to lose their land. This land had actually already been auctioned off more than a year and a day ago. And the reason that took place was because the bills had been sent to two family members who were deceased. So, of course, they were not answering mail. They had no idea what was going on. And so the family member that is still alive had no means by which to be aware of this going on. So by the time she became aware, she had literally one month left in order to pay for these land taxes. So it is because of our Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund supporters, we were able to go and reclaim that land. Well, as we're in the midst of constantly, consistently seeking to raise funds so that we have a permanent endowment that can help families put in these types of situations annually and to help those families whose taxes suddenly have dramatically gone up and ballooned, as some might say, on them in the midst of a pandemic, while also those who don't own land who are renters are concerned about eviction rates. Destructionaires have still been up to what they always have been up to. So we have still had to been dealing with stopping potential sand mining on the Fusky Island because they did try to go back and see about, you know, changing that and still getting permitted to do it. That we've still been battling. The folks at Bay Point have still been trying to push their issue and their agenda. We've dealt with Hugey, South Carolina. Settlement was reached there. We dealt with Orndor, South Carolina, where the town waited on the state to set some things in place. So that's still kind of looming, and I will be giving you updates on that. Then we also had another issue come up along Rantos Creek. Now, that is not a common name. It's not a common name, I don't think, anywhere, especially even here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Rantos Creek actually is an area that connects up with the Stono River, where the Stono Rebellion took place. And we just recently commemorated the Stono Rebellion. Well, just as we were in the midst of commemorating the Stono Rebellion, we got notice that in the case of Rantos Creek, we have a settlement there where the destruction heirs will not be building to the extent that they originally wanted to do. Now, of course, that's not the way we wanted it. We wanted to stop all buildings there, but instead there's a settlement. Well, no sooner did that settlement take place, we have destruction there's going just a little piece up the road, not far from where the Stone Rebellion marker is, and definitely right next door to Caw Caw. If any of you have ever come down and visited Caw Caw, it is one of the Charleston parks that you can go to that at one point was a Carolina Gold rice plantation. So Thursday evening coming up, there will be a discussion at the town of Hollywood, South Carolina. Their planning department, their planning commission meeting will actually take place Thursday evening. So, of course, we oppose this. 
to oppose destructionaires wanting to get what you call upzoning. So right now, while many of us are working on numerous initiatives along this coast to build resiliency, to protect the environment, so that we can protect human health, you still have those who are only motivated by money and greed. And they feel that there is an opportunity because so many people wanted no longer to be confined to work in urbanized environments. And if they could take the option to continue to work virtually from anywhere in the world, many of these individuals chose to leave where they were and set their sights on the southeast. Well, this new one I call South Carolina Gold Rush instead of the California Gold Rush that's been happening has been the exploitation of land and further destruction to the communities, which will then decrease decrease the quality of life for people who are already here for the most part. Because if you now bring in too many more cars, you bring in too much more pavement, this then leads to further environmental degradation, environmental harm, which then leads to heat island effect where you do all this paving, which then leads to increase in temperatures, leads to human health problems, leads to more stress on the health system as a result, also leads to the same respiratory issues and other things that people have been faced with that then cause them to try to go to the hospital in the midst of a pandemic and you can't get in the door. And here it is that stating once again, hello, listen to the scientists. Again, you have medical scientists stating that climate change is also not just bringing an increase in the things I just mentioned, but the increase in pandemics that we will see. They are continuing to sound that alarm now, like we have been sounding the alarm about people changing their behavior so that they do not continue to pollute and destroy the earth while we're all yet on it. Now, I know some of y'all said, well, what you going to do? People still having babies, all these people around. Where will they live? They were living somewhere before. It doesn't mean that you come to environmentally sensitive areas like sea islands and other islands and then further overbuild there because the things you build with, the things you pave with, when we have rains, forget the hurricane for right now, we have rains, that what we have that we call stormwater runoff ends up in our waterways. They get there by way of the ditches. They get there by way of just simply coming off into the marsh and onto the beaches because people build into them, and that is not going to get you people normally that build into them. That leads to why we have a major focus right now on resiliency because we need to do more in terms of ensuring that there are policies set that build resiliency. We need to do more in terms of global education about conservation, how to also do landscape architecture as opposed to hard surfaces such as seawalls and paving areas and rocks, and oh, do they call it riprap, I learned that term, um, and so on, that they're really not sustainable elements. They were trials, and they've tried and they failed because water finds its own level 
and water against a rock will eventually still break that rock down. So right now, we have to go to things that I study, engineering. We need to engineer things in a way that will be more beneficial to us now and for those to come behind us because the land will still be sustained. God willing, we can literally turn the tide on the ocean acidification, turn the tide in such a way that maybe the storms will become less, not a weekly occurrence. As I speak to you right now, there's tropical storm Nicholas approaching the Texas coastline while people in the Gulf are still trying to clean up from the hurricane from last week. Barely got their lights on, and now the next-door neighbor has this tropical storm that is only a few miles, it sounds like, in terms of miles per hour from becoming actually a hurricane. And so how much more does it take for people who brag to everybody else that they're so advanced, that they're so civilized to grasp their own science, to listen to the narratives that are put forth in their own media that make it clear, abundantly clear, that if you don't believe in God, then believe in science. If you don't believe in that, believe in what you see before your own eyes. At what point in time were you accustomed to looking for your weekly report to know which week hurricane this is, that every week now there's a hurricane, there's a tropical storm. While the rain pours down, the winds blow, the floods come up and hit the Gulf, bring it over to the northeastern coast and flood a place like New York City while the west is on fire, wishing that the water would please come and rain on them? When is it that you've known this to be normal? When is it that you've known weeks and weeks and weeks of triple-digit heat and you considered it normal? Well, if you sit back and say, hmm, maybe just, I don't know, this year? Last year, maybe within the last five years, right, or within the same time frame that we've been camping up the volume on listen to us who are saying we're past the time that will shore up our survival and not have us looking like the day after tomorrow and various other climate-related films that have come out of Hollywood for decades. So here on St. Helena Island, we're doing an initiative right now to create a Gullah Geechee living landscape, as I call it, that is focused on resiliency of the island through natural means and traditions and cultural heritage. And so several of the events that we've already had that I mentioned at the top of the show are some of the things that we did to do community engagement. And we'll be having some more activities like those for people to come out for field days and to enjoy outside 
as the, you know, the year for us kind of winds down during next month when we have Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month, and then we'll do some other things in 2022, God willing, that our lives are all spared until then. But in the midst of building resiliency, one of the things that we have fought against consistently, and I thank all of you out there who are listeners who take action when you hear us talk about this on the show, what's happening and what you can do and how you can support our efforts, and that you thought it not robbery to go ahead and call politicians, write politicians, tweet folks, do everything possible, sign petitions when we were fighting offshore drilling. Well, we are fighting right now to make sure that in this new budget reconciliation going on in Washington, D.C., that there is a permanent, permanent law set in place for no more offshore drilling, especially in the Atlantic, here where the Gullah Geechee Nation actually is located. But we need to stop that altogether, all of the offshore drilling, all the fracking, all these things that have already proven to be contributing parties, one would call it, to the very destruction of the earth and, as I said then, to our human health. And without your health, you won't be here too much longer. So one of the focal points is to then transfer people to something else because you can't just tell people, well, they had this all their lives and we're just going to take it. But they're looking at you like, what? Well, then what am I supposed to do next? So the critical thing is that what we are going to present to people are some other things that people can do. And how do you get engaged in this energy sector? Because there's also something we've learned of coal, energy poverty. And so we want to be able to help people end energy poverty. We want people to learn more about what renewable energy actually is. And we want people to use their energy in the Gullah Geechee Nation in a positive way so that we can be sustained and we can continue to remain on our island, in our nation, on land that we own, and that we can be living examples to those coming behind us so that they see what it is they must do as well and then pass that on to the chillin', chillin', chillin'. So one of the activities that we have coming up this month will be Gullah Geechee Energy Day. And the Gullah Geechee Energy Project that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has started is an intergenerational capacity building project to raise community awareness about the definition and value of renewable energy sources. And it is part of our Gullah Geechee Sustainability Plan, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals work, that focuses on ending energy poverty. So on September the 25th from noon to 2, on St. Helena Island at the St. Helena Branch Library here in South Carolina, we are going to have Gullah Geechee Energy Day. Now, it is wonderful. I am looking forward to Gullah Geechee Energy Day because this is our first opportunity ever working with a utility company. And we are going to be working with Dominion Energy, and they are going to have their customer assistance team there, they are also bringing in Dominion Energy talent acquisition. So in other words, if people want jobs in that sector, they're going to have people there that are staffing specialists that are going to help people. 
They are also going to come in and tell us more about the Dominion Energy Power Delivery Renewables Energy Program. They are going to have the Dominion Energy Conservation Services there. And we're also joining forces with folks in Columbia and South Carolina, where the capital is. So South Carolina Department of Energy and Office of Regulatory Staff, South Carolina, they're all going to be there. And we also have uh, consumer services that help to help the folks that with their utility customers that they can make the right choices for what they need. And so people who need help will also have an opportunity to see how they can get help paying their utility bills because we know a lot of people have fallen way behind with those bills due to the pandemic, okay? And so there's also going to be the Be for Jasper Economic Opportunity Commission there, and they're there to help with community services. So folks that are going to come out, if they want to come and they want to try to get their energy bills lowered that day or get some of the other services that are going to be available, they can get signed up that day. But they'll have to have their state-issued photo ID, their Social Security card, their proof of income, and a copy of the current electric bill in order to get that kind of help. And so we want to make sure that folks don't sit around, end up with no electricity going into the fall and into the winter. And so a lot of folks don't know that these programs are available or if they hear about them, everything is done through portals online. So everybody doesn't know how to get on a computer. Everybody don't have a computer. Everybody cannot access all the stuff and upload the paperwork through their phones. So we wanted to make sure that we brought these kind of services and this type of opportunity right to the Sea Islands, right to the folks in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We're also going to take surveys that day for our Gullah Geechee Agriculture Program that is helping our farmers and our fishermen, and to find out more of the needs to be able to sustain their industries and sustain our traditions. Because when we sustain those two traditions, we sustain our food security. Now, while we're sitting back here relaxing, there are people looking at renewable energy sources that will use our coastline and use the wind. Are we going to be prepared to win? Oh, we're going to be paying somebody again. So we have to be in place for these things. I know you all say, oh, we'll go get your energy day. I thought it would be more exciting. It would be something fun. It is going to be fun. It's going to be fun meeting, greeting with one another, learning a lot about what is this whole sector called energy and how we can better improve our bottom line and keep funds in our pockets because guess what else happens in October? Well, Buford County, South Carolina, extended payment of taxes until October the 15th. But I haven't yet heard that land auctions were suspended for October, and that's when they happen every year. And usually the new tax bill for land comes out in November. So if you wondered early why she mentioned all that but the tax thing, and why she mentioned it, now you know why. If you don't know, well, now you know. So it is important that you come out to these kinds of meetings, these kinds of gatherings, these kinds of opportunities, because we have a lot to share with you. 
and to show to you, especially if Honabi Galagichi. So if people want to see some of the landscape architectural designs for our Gullah Geechee sustainability effort, they also need to come out to Gullah Geechee Energy Day because we will have them on display and we'll be taking comments and answering questions about that. And you ought to just come on and get a library card if you are from St. Helena Island or Beaufort County, South Carolina. Listen to me. You need to just come on to the St. Helena Branch Library, get your library card if you don't have one, renew it if you do have one, and then make sure they take some other books home from the library. If you're not from here, you can still come visit the library. It is a very wonderful space. Um, to visit and to see and to learn more about our culture and our traditions. And you can purchase some books from the library so that you can contribute to us sustaining that library. Because the more that we educate ourselves, we read, we have dialogues, we actually engage in the process, the more that we can then share that knowledge, wisdom, and understanding with others beyond our front porches, beyond our islands, beyond just our communities, which goes full circle to where I began speaking about the fact that, as you all well know, I normally would be traveling around the world sharing in this type of work with others via the UN. Well, the blessing is this. Over the past few months, I've engaged with the United Nations through an interfaith group, an interfaith collective. That also then was divinely ordered to come at a time when I got linked to the South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light group, uh, being asked to be a panelist to discuss climate change, to watch a film that really eloquently put forth this issue and then to dialogue about impacts on South Carolina and how the faith-based community could be engaged in taking climate action. Well, from the first panel discussion, we had such a great turnout and great outpouring in this virtual film showing, and you can still see the information, and you can see the videos from that night if you go to South Carolina Interface Power and Light on Facebook and then click on the video link on their page. You can go back and you can watch it there, and they're also on YouTube as well, and you can go and watch the videos there from the film discussions. Well, there was a second one. We were asked would we host another, and they hosted another one, and I figured, well, they had one set of panelists for the first one. They'll switch panelists for the second one. Well, they switched some, but I was asked to join the group once again and be a panelist once again, and I was very happy to do it because it was truly two of the most powerful, engaging evenings I'd ever had at home discussing climate change and being with people who sincerely were doing things to assist with bettering the earth in such a way that would benefit the climate and would benefit human health and the sustainability of the state of South Carolina. Since that time and since those discussions, I've continued to link with many of the participants and we've talked about working on collaborations and in collaboration 
with one another. One such person was Sister Faria, who is from Pakistan originally. And during the second discussion, she mentioned how horrible it is, the air quality, where she's from. And many sisters who went up country, South Carolina, and in the Midlands, especially where there were a lot of factories and other things over the years, all chimed in about the horrible situations they're in where they can't even go outside to take deep breaths because you start smothering, choking almost because the air is so bad on certain days and how so many of their children have asthma, various things. Now, in what's called the low country, which is where the Gullah Geechee Nation is located, we're blessed because we don't have air quality problems, but we do have to protect water quality, and that's a consistent thing that we deal with here. So my focal point in the group was to talk about that. Well, I'm working on two initiatives that connect those two elements. One is with South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light through our Global Tree Project. This coming Wednesday on Zooming In on Sustainability, which is operated by Gullah Geechee TV, the sister station to this radio program. I will be hosting a discussion with Sister Akila Jamaji of Trinidad, who some of you saw in the pictures years ago when I went over to Trinidad to keynote there. And she has Fondas Amandas, which is a reforestry project in the community there. And we are raising money through South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light to not only support her reforestry initiative, but a reforestry initiative in Pakistan and a reforestry initiative in Haiti. Here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we want to educate people about stopping the clear-cutting of trees and also where people are just destroying trees because you just want to landscape. We want to be able to trees to other parts of South Carolina to try to help not only with reforestation just to plant trees, but also in order to help to purify the air more. So if you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, you can read my latest two blogs. If you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, just click on the Queen Quet link, and you'll see Get Rooted with We, Support Global Reforestry. Parts one and part two are already out. There will be two more parts because I'm going to be discussing more about the Reforestation Initiative in Haiti, and I'm going to be discussing the Reforestation Initiative in Pakistan. But coming up this Wednesday and the following Wednesday, for the next few Wednesdays, all of them remaining in the month of September, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have live conversations with these sisters that are around the world and Sister Alicia Brewster of the South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light. She's our program manager. And she will discuss this initiative and the work that South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light does overall. And so we definitely are encouraging all our listeners around the world to please donate because we are doing a one-month fundraiser that we launched at the Gullah Geechee Agriculture Fishing and Farming Field Day on September the 4th. That was our official launch date. 
and we will continue this initiative until the first weekend when we fully launch Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month, so the first weekend of October, October the 4th. So from September the 4th to October the 4th, our goal is to raise $12,000 and to have those funds divided up so that each one of these locations will receive funding to continue the reforestation efforts. So if you go to scipl.org, so South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light.org, if you go to that website and you click on the Global Tree Project, you can make a donation right there, and you can make donations to each individual project if you would like. So if you have people and you're closer, you have a closer bond or you've moved to want to just give to Haiti, you can do that. If you just want to give to Pakistan, you can do that. If you just want to give to Trinidad, you can do that. If you want to donate to the Gullah Nation to support the efforts of getting the pots and the soil and the other things and tools to make sure that we take the trees and we can have them out there for people who want to come and pick up trees and take them with them, you can do that as well. So we are looking forward to having a very, very successful fundraiser. I don't know what numbers we're up to at the moment in terms of the initiative, but today is September the 13th. The end of the month is coming very fast. Okay, it seems like we just got in it, and we are running right on out. And so please make sure that over the course of this month that you go ahead and make a contribution. And if you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, click on the Queen Quet link at the top of the page, and then you see to get rooted with we. Any one of the parts, you can just go straight there, and it takes you to the tab where you can make the donation. So as you're reading the blog, you can end by making a donation. We also have videos there that explain a bit more about this initiative, about this project, and would detail a little bit more about each and every one of the entities that we're supporting. You can also follow Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition on Facebook, at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, SC Interface on Twitter, SCIPL, there's a underscore SC underscore IPL on Instagram, and you can also follow South Carolina Interfaith Power and Light on Facebook to continue to see the updates, the details, the interviews. And if you already subscribe to Gullah Geechee.tv, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.tv, then you will also see the rebroadcast from the Zooming In on Sustainability episodes if you're not available to be there live with us on Wednesdays at 3. But if you click on Gullah Geechee events, you will see that we already have the Zoom link up for this week's episode where Sister Keela and I are going to talk more about American history and reforestation in Trinidad. So it's going to be an exciting program. We're just bringing Zooming in on sustainability back for the rest of the year, just like we're doing with Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. Now, that's the tree initiative. And many people may have heard me say it before, ye shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, ye shall not be moved. All right, those are just a couple of phrases from my favorite song. Well, all of this is coastal ecology. 
So there's no need to just talk about the water without the trees. There's no need to talk about the trees without the water. So also working with the Pew Charitable Trust and a whole array of federal military departments and folks and other agencies of the U.S. federal federal agencies, other divisions of them, that we are working on the South Atlantic Salt Marsh Initiative. This is one of many things because I'm also involved with a number of ocean justice groups right now and pushing the Ocean-Based Climate Solutions Act that y'all saw me help unveil. But it is a blessing that just before I came on the air, I saw that the folks at Pew had sent me over a link to U.S. Nature for Climate, the number four, climate, and I'm featured on there. And the headline reads, Salt Marsh Conservation on the Atlantic Coast, where Blue Carbon Supports Diverse Partnership. And this gets into the partnership that we all have for the conservation and protection of salt marshes. Salt marsh plays a less obvious but major role in helping moderate the effects of climate change. People don't realize that, okay? But I'm going to read you this little piece from the piece that I'm telling you is on there. Quote, these grassy expanses sequester and store carbon at a rate 10 times that of mature tropical forests. If left undisturbed, the carbon captured and retained by ocean and coastal ecosystems, collectively known as blue carbon, can remain stored for centuries to millennia, end quote. So now you see why it is so critical for me as the leader of the Gullah Geechee Nation to be engaged in these numerous initiatives at home, bringing down from the United Nations, from across the globe, best practices, knowledge, wisdom, especially what they call traditional knowledge, infusing that with science and spreading that out through community engagement based on our cultural heritage so that we can make sure there is a Gullah Geechee Nation, literally, that not just who we be anything like that, but on until and yet we say, a line that we find anything like that, the water that we bloodline. So this is how you take care of the blood. If someone told you that there was something wrong in your blood, you would be concerned. You would be very concerned. You would probably be stressed out. So why wouldn't you want to do something to cleanse the blood then? If someone said you could do these things, change these actions, cleanse your blood. I know I hear some of y'all right now, oh, queen, please. You tell people they're sick and tell them all they got to do is exercise and they don't change nothing. That's true because some of you trifling. But I'm talking about those who have ears to hear and much less those who have eyes to see. So those who have ears, let them hear that the time for resiliency is now. And Gullah Geechee resiliency to who we be. So I'm praying that you will use your energy to be engaged with these projects in our community. And I thank the global family who has continued to highlight, to amplify, to collaborate, to engage on topics like these. 
And so there's going to be a lot more that we're going to discuss about this over the course of this month and leading up into October, because you know in October it's going to be all things Gullah Geechee, all but who we be, all right, every day. Not that we don't do that 365, 366, but even on a broader scale for the rest of the world to really understand and connect and link. So once again, I encourage you, follow Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition on Facebook. Join the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition by going to gullahgeechee.net or gullahgeechee.biz or gullahgeecheeland.com. With that last link, you can make donations to the efforts and the work that we're doing here. You do financial ones as well as you can donate your time and your expertise. So we look forward to you joining into these efforts for Gullah Geechee resiliency because that resiliency loans itself to sustainability, but any of those require your energy. And so we have to put in the time, the effort, the finances, the abilities, the knowledge, the wisdom, the overstanding, and the energy to achieve what are some sustainable goals. But not just here in the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, but around the world. So I'm going to keep you posted. I'll give you an update next week on what happens this coming Thursday evening. But once again, if you're interested in knowing more about our latest protest to save this property from getting upzoned in Hollywood, South Carolina, along Rantos Creek, go to the GullahGeecheeNation.com site and click on Queen Quet, and you'll see a blog there about the Stoner Rebellion. You'll see an image of Cato and the men monitoring for Stoner. You'll see that. Click there, and you can read the blog, and you can see how you can even sign up virtually. You'll see where you can email into the planning office and so forth. Tell them to oppose this upzoning. Tell them to oppose any annexation of property next to call call. We have to continue to stand and take a stand for Gullah Geechee land. So once again, thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin, who the Gee, the Cash App, the Dollar Sign, Gullah Geechee Nation, to keep this work going, including keeping this show on the air. We thank you all for those who contribute and just say in the memo line, this is just for your work. We appreciate that. And we appreciate all of you going to GoFundMe to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund to contribute and donate because we'll be getting you some more information on what is going on with the land this year. And we pray that nobody that's Gullah Geechee has their land up for auction this year. And we thank all of you out there that continue to tune in just because you care. Our prayers remain with those in the Gulf Coast tonight, especially with this storm that is coming up the coastline, but our prayers are with all of us around the world that we would definitely turn from our wicked ways, humble ourselves, pray, cry out in unity. God will heal the land. And yet, here we stand, rooted, the tree planted against the rivers of the water, we be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. We shall not be moved. So thank you, thank you to all the hundred children. I'm so glad that hundred children joined me. And you know what? 
chilling. It's time for we go, but let we go the same way we come in. Let's grind on back right here to the show where the peaceful waters do flow. This year the Queen Quet had from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter chilling tuning in with me one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Stay safe, healthy, be blessed. Your family are leaving a rest. Peace. 